Hey babes, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I am super excited about today's topic, but just to give you guys a little background of where I am and what's going on. I'm currently in a hotel room and I have my two girls with me and my two dogs too. So just a heads up, the girls are sleeping, they should be quiet, but if you hear like a bark or a growl in the background, I apologize in advance. Um, it's funny because these dogs kind of like train them while they're here to not bark and they're still getting a little um, startled when they hear like the other hotel guests open and close their doors or something like that but they've been pretty good as far as barking Um, a lot of times they like to bark when we're feeding them or when they get super excited when we first come into the room and they have kind of picked up that okay barking's not allowed here um but yeah kids are on spring break so i or all of us talked along my husband's work trip and so we're hanging out at the hotel we're squeezing in some fun time after my husband gets off work and i am squeezing in podcasting <laughs> so today's topic is ghosting um brides ghosting us so this is something that I have heard over and over again from hair and makeup artists. And the questions are like, why are brides ghosting me? Um, it's super annoying, super frustrating. And then even some artists can find it very disrespectful. So what I want to cover today is what you can do preventative to prevent brides from ghosting you and what you can do afterwards um, so that you get an answer from them. So let's dive on in today's show. You're listening to the Babes Building Empires podcast, and I'm your host, Susan Telemontes. Here, we'll dive into business building and Instagram marketing strategies for the ambitious wedding hairstylist and makeup artist. Now let's get to building that empire, babe. Okay. The first tip I have for you is that you need to build a personal connection. So there's a couple different ways that you can do this, but one way that I love to do this is showing up genuinely on Instagram and sharing things that brides can relate to on your stories or reels and things that you love, such as coffee. That's my favorite. (laughs) I always share my coffees in the morning, different kinds of coffees. I put that into my reels it's in my stories it's all over the place not so much on my feed but um unless there's a reel on my feed but a lot of people know that i am obsessed with coffee that is definitely something that they associate me with so it can be something that's relatable if i have a bride that loves coffee instantly she's gonna be like okay this is my girl we both love coffee um animals is another one i'm a huge animal lover Actually, before I was in the bridal industry, I was in the veterinary field too. So I love animals and I post about my dogs. Um, I post about animals, any chance that I can get anywhere that I am. If I see like a wild animal, bears or deer, peacocks, I uh, try to incorporate that into my stories because I do also want to attract brides that love animals like me. Um, So anything that you can think of that 
you might have common interests with your brides or that they might be able to relate to. And make sure that you're doing this super authentic and genuine. Like if you are not a coffee person, don't post coffee. Don't try to like pretend to be someone that you're not. And then when you post yourself speaking face to camera on your stories, that's also a great way to connect with them because then all of a sudden you become a real person. Instead of just seeing like a photo of you, a lot of um, professionals will share a photo of themselves on their feed and it's like a little intro. We've all seen that where they're like, hi, my name is so-and-so. I'm the owner of such and such beauty uh, makeup company. And those are cool. Those are good and needed as well. But when you show up on a daily basis and or not even it doesn't have to be a daily basis, maybe a weekly basis, but you're showing up on your stories and you're doing some face to camera videos, maybe sharing tips for your brides or um, education for them or just behind the scenes, then all of a sudden you become a real person. And that's super important for them to build a connection with you. I also want to take a moment to think about why this is important. So if you're thinking of it from the bride's perspective, she is on the hunt for a hair and makeup artist for her wedding day, one of the most important days of her life, and she's going to be browsing a bunch of different websites. Maybe she's getting some referrals, and she's uh, browsing websites and maybe Instagram accounts. Maybe she's Googling But the things that she's probably going to be finding are photos of the artist's work, maybe um, introductions of who they are, maybe she'll find some pricing as some artists share their pricing on their website, some don't. So building a personal connection on your online presence, such as Instagram, allows her to get to know you a little bit deeper. And so then you all of a sudden have just a little step up from the rest because now she's able to see you as a real person versus just, you know, another hair and makeup artist who does amazing hairstyles, amazing makeup, and this is her pricing. So um, I want to go into another way to build a personal connection is to also get them on a phone call consultation. So there's a lot that goes into the purpose of the consultation, and I'm only going to talk about the call as it relates to the topic of this episode, but I do plan to thoroughly break this down on another episode, so stay tuned for that. Uh, My phone call consultations are my favorite, favorite, favorite thing to do in your business, Um, so I'm super excited about that episode. But anyways, just the fact that you are spending your time with them will already set you apart from the rest. And it's going to make them feel appreciative. They're going to it's going to gain their trust and respect. And I want you to take some time at the beginning of the call to get to know them. Ask them questions about themselves, but allow it to flow naturally and show genuine interest, okay? Please don't have like a script laid out and like uh, 10 questions that you're going to ask them like laid out and you're just reading like, okay, um, kind of like an interview status, like what's your favorite um, 
food or I don't know. Don't be weird. Don't like treat them like um, you're just doing an interview and yeah, just don't be weird, please. So allow the conversation to flow naturally. A lot of times what I do is when I start off the call, a lot of times like their uh, career or their work will come up right in the beginning of the call because I'll ask like, oh, are you working from home today? Did you just get off of work? And then they'll say, oh, well, actually I'm a nurse. And so I work graveyard shift and um, I just, you know, got off of work right now. It's 9 a.m. I'm going to make my rounds in the morning and then I'm going to take a nap right after this call. So then maybe we'll chat about her being a nurse um, or maybe her career. Sometimes I'll hear dogs barking in the background and I'll ask, you know, what kind of dogs they have. Then we'll chat about our dogs for a minute Um, or, you know, she's shuffling around with a child in the background and then I'll ask her about her kid and how old they are and we'll talk about like motherhood. So just take a minute in the beginning to get to know them on a personal level and it doesn't have to be super deep, but just like, you know, talk to them like a regular person, like a regular human. And then you can get into business, but taking the time to do that says a lot and they really appreciate that. And you can, that's your opportunity to build a personal connection as well. Another thing that I like to do that my brides love and appreciate is being as helpful as possible. So any way that I can share advice or tips, a lot of times my brides are staying in rural areas such as Yosemite, where there's not a lot going on around there. There's not a huge population. And so I'll share tips as to where they should stay. Um, If they have a place that they're staying already, I will share tips how to get there or what to expect what's around there because a lot of times my brides haven't been there before. Um, So I'll share like, you know, stores that are around there or anything that they should know or consider. So make it a point to be helpful. A lot of times what I will hear at the end of these calls is the bride will be like, thank you so much for doing this call with me, for taking the time to get on the phone with me. So far, all the hair and makeup artists that I've talked to have, it's just been through email or they just send me their pricing. And so I really appreciate you spending your time to talk with me about this. And I'm super excited to work with you. So Give them as much value as possible, and that's going to help prevent ghosting for sure. So the last two things that I shared were preventative work, which is something that I love to do. I love the idea of setting up your business in a way that prevents these things from happening and sets the tone for the results that you actually want to see. And this can totally relate to so many different aspects in your business. So I will always share preventative work. My last tip is super simple. It's follow up. (laughs) Seriously, just follow up. Like, what are you scared of? Um, The worst that they can say is that they found someone else, right? So 
take the time to follow up. And if you don't feel like you have the time, then set up an automated sequence of follow-up emails. And you can totally do this through HoneyBook. I have a discount code for HoneyBook um, at the links in the show notes. You can access that there. But follow up until you get an answer. Either at some point they will say they're ready to work with you or hire you, or they'll say that they went a different direction and they hired someone else. A lot of times you'll be surprised at how many bookings you'll actually get just from following up. Sometimes I get brides that will book me like a month or two later, which is crazy if I still have the date available and it's just from follow-ups. And then a lot of times I won't have the date available and there's times that they want to hire me like, you know, a day, they just missed signing their contract a day short where somebody else took their date. So follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. And that's about it. So I want to do a quick recap of the tips that we shared today. So number one is to build a personal connection through your online presence, aka Instagram, and also building a personal connection through your bridal phone call consultations. And then number two, last is follow up. This way you get your answer And you can finally put a stop to Bright's ghosting. Thanks so much for hanging out with me and stay tuned for the next episode. Hey babes, if you enjoyed this episode, if you found it super helpful for you, or if you're just enjoying this podcast, please, please, please share it with a friend. I know you have a biz bestie, a hair or makeup bestie. (laughs) Send a screenshot of the podcast to your friends and let them know where they can subscribe to learn more about building their bridal beauty business. Thank you so much.